Hey everybody, it's the R&B Show. Can you dig it? And now, here's everybody's favorites, Ricardo and Brad. I like this. It's very, very, very holiday-ish. Very, uh, it's the same song we've oh, yeah, heard right all up. year long, all right. Ricardo. All right, well, it's been, it's been a week. It's Actually, been a week not all year, because it's you know a new year. Yeah, that's right. Ah, there you go. You uh-huh. got me on a technicality. Happy New Year, guys. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy and New Year. Happy birthday, that's Ricardo. Right. Yes, today. happy birthday. It, uh, How old are you I, now? I've completed yet another orbit around the sun. <laughs> uh, I'm quite happy about that. Uh, I, I am I'm 64. Wow. Like the Paul McCartney song. I look amazing. You look good. You 64, do look amazing. Barely any gray. You know? what you look 42, right? 43. 43, <laughs> actually. Yes. Time, time for you to grow up. Time for me to grow up, finally. Now, we'll put that off another year, though, another orbit around the sun. But, uh, yeah, excited about uh, that, and, uh, and I'm here working with you guys. I can't imagine a better situation than being here with you guys uh, on my birthday. But, yeah. anyway, yeah, uh, the only podcast dedicated to high school sports in the Fox Valley. I'm your co-host, Ricardo Arguello, sitting alongside with me, as always, Brett Christofferson. We're both with USA Today Network Wisconsin. Also, don't forget about our McLovin, Jim Rosendick over there. You call him Rosie, also part of yeah. USA Today Network Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, and, guys, uh, you know, we have a, I have to make sure that we get this within 30 minutes because you guys have an important, uh, uh, I guess, setup diagnosis to do. Uh, while you guys We're heading to Hortonville High School yes. yep. uh, this afternoon Hortonville. to uh, see what, what the heck happened over there in the gymnasium. Yeah. At, uh, Some additions they over there. Built uh, yeah. They, they built a wall. They built a wall. We need to tear down that wall. <laughs> we yes. do. We do. So we got to see what we're up against. But, you know, we like to stream uh, the Hortonville-Kimberly. Yeah. That's a big, big game on Friday night. Girls game. We haven't done a girls basketball game yet. Yeah. So we definitely would like to go stream that one. Both uh, state-ranked, Ricardo, and D's Divisions 1 and 2. That's so, right. Uh, that'd be a nice big FEA matchup yep. uh, to get back into the yep. swing of things, but we'll see. Yeah, well, the crowd screamed for it, and we answered by saying, "Yes, we will." Yeah, we'll so it. we're going to give it our all. I know yep. those guys are going to go see if we can make it work, and hopefully, we can because I'm looking forward to that game uh, coming up on Friday night. More on that on a little bit, but uh, just to kind of give you folks uh, the kind of itinerary of what we're doing here today, uh, going to do a little bit of a holiday recap. Uh, talk about uh, my column that came out Wednesday throughout the whole system here: ten changes that you'd like to see in the high school sports world. I'm going to take a little bit of time off to talk about the Cheesehead, the big uh, wrestling invite that's coming up in Kakana. And then, yeah, we'll kind of wrap it up with a little bit of a live stream update and uh, what we're doing with Hortonville Kimberly, hopefully, uh, and maybe preview that one just a, just a smidge. And then uh, and also talk a little bit about the roundtable that's coming up later tonight, uh, 8 o'clock start, by the way, for that one. Uh, Jordan McCabe of Kakana. Tyrese Halliburton of Oshkosh North, the, the, big, uh, the big hoop stars uh, in the Valley. So uh, we're excited to talk about that as well. But holiday recap, uh, anything stand out for you, my friend? Brett, I know you were hurt a little bit. Uh, you were a little bit. Uh, <laughs> as always. You were disabled just for, for a few weeks or, or a week or what happened it there, my friend? It was last Tuesday, the day after Christmas, and uh, I, I have a bad back. I have a, okay. l- a lower issue, back issue. I'm not sure what the deal is, but uh, <laughs> all I was doing was sitting there, and, and it was sore, and I was grabbing it oh. my shoe. And I felt it go, but I thought I, I held it. Not a full bore, uh, throw out your back type situation, but uh, I, I tried to run some errands and it was just getting harder and harder. And then my wife said, uh, Brett, you got to go to the doctor. And uh, got uh, got the old prednisone uh, d- uh, given to me again. And, and uh, anybody who's been on prednisone knows that that is a uh, it works wonders uh, in terms of getting rid of the backache, but uh, it does some other things that make you feel not so good so <laughs> i'm finally yesterday was the last time i had to take it and i think i'm uh i'm still a little jittery i'm still not quite a hundred percent uh my bubble's a little off as they say ricardo wow but and, and and but the back feels great 
Yeah, and, and he's off IR. So. Yeah, you never want to you never want to mess around with the back. And I'll tell you that I used to my, my younger brother had back problems. He was an outstanding athlete, but for some reason he had lower back problems. And uh, I would always see him just kind of sometimes it would hurt so much he'd be crawling. And so I, I kind of laughed because I'm kind of at the time I was kind of like a chubby offensive lineman. I'm like, look at this guy over here all cutting stuff. And then, yeah. but then I had a bad back for like a week in, in a little tweak. I will never do that again. I will never, ever, ever make light of that because that is no, the worst thing in the world. You can literally do nothing when you have that bad back. You don't realize, yeah, right. wh- how much you use. Your even, oh, yeah. even just to simply stand up, yeah. it is excruciating. And uh, <laughs> there were a few times where I had to sort of roll onto the ground and sort of hoist myself up. It was, it was, It's getting worse. As, and I've thrown it out numerous times now over the and years, and uh, it's getting worse as I get older. You weren't lifting anything at all? Nope. Yeah, see, I threw my back out twice. Once standing up from getting out from underneath my car working on it the other time was i bent over to pick up a golf ball on the golf ball or on a golf course and it was too heavy yeah no i <laughs> didn't even get to the ball i just oh, bent gotcha. over okay. and, oh, it's gone yeah i know it all the, the interesting thing is that last couple times i've done it, it's always been in, in the winter the cold weather so i asked the doctor because they, they diagnosed it as uh, uh what is it uh arthritis in the joints of my lower spine Ooh. Ooh. and they said yeah the weather could play a role in it so it gets cold and kind of inflamed a little bit but uh, i was really sore that morning i was trying to stretch it out hmm. and uh it, it i had it once where i absolutely it was full blown throw out your back i couldn't even get out of bed that was when days. uh when you, you missed the kakana game wasn't it yeah basketball and also missed the uh an awards dinner that uh, i was supposed to attend down in, in uh, i think waukesha i was bedridden i could not get out of my bed even to go see the doctor it was wow. that bad so Probably should uh, figure this out and, and get it fixed since I'm only 45. And yeah, there's yeah. plenty of life here for yeah. you, my friend. I mean, uh, you might yeah, might want to laser surgery. But that going under the knife, though, I don't know. I mean, no, uh, that I doesn't don't bother you? Do that, uh, well, it sounds like laser now. Do we have any chiropractor it? friends out there that want <laughs> to yeah, sponsor, sponsor yeah. the show at the same time? Uh, but we'll see. But that was sort of how I spent a lot of my, uh, my uh, vacation was... Well, that was uh, on a heating pad. <laughs> That's an unfortunate present that you got. Rosie, anything stand out for you? Uh, let's see. I got a lot more flannel this year, which okay. is good. I love my flannels. Uh, other than that, uh, a lot of money to just spruce up Guy Town downstairs okay. in the basement. I didn't get anything, really, uh, other than a, a, a couple of gifts from my son you know, that he made. Uh, one of them, were, or actually that he, he got for me, one of them was a baseball that says Best Dad Ever, which, by the oh, way, I think nice. clears any kind of, uh, you know, if, if, if you're wondering who exactly the best dad ever, I have the baseball there you that go. Kind of proclaims it. Yeah. So now I have that title. So now it is official. But, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, you know, my mom tried buying me something. I'm like, Mom, spend it on the grandkids. Don't get me anything. You know, I'll just get them some more more loot that they need, you know, yeah. to, to kind of look at for two minutes and then not think about again, exactly yeah. as kids would do. But, uh, yeah, it was overall great great time to be away, and we all had some good time to re- recharge the batteries. Right, yep. guys? Well, yep. sorry, Brett. Well, I just oh, got to yeah. – as soon as I get completely off the prednisone, <laughs> I'll feel uh, a lot better. But I don't feel like my batteries recharge right now. I feel a little, <laughs> a little weird, but – Am I going to have to drive to Hortonville today? No, I, oh, think, okay. uh, I think I should be okay. Just just point me in the right direction. I all should right, be all there right. you but go. It, you know, the holidays, it's always more for kids, right? I mean, my favorite it part is. about the holidays is just spending time with family. Yep. My son and his wife got to come back home from Minnesota, and, of course, my youngest is home still. But, you know, our side of the family, my wife's side of the family, it's just always good to eat and get together and just hang out. You know, I'm not big into presents anymore. That's not... We're all old enough. If we want something, we're going to go get it. So, yep, pretty much, right? Yep, I love that kind of feeling. But for Diego and for right. Sam, yep. it's oh, still a special yeah. time. Sam, Sam did well. So, well, not good. too much, but he did well enough. 
Didn't he got it. a lot of loot. Don't lie. But anyway, yeah, let's take a look at our next topic, which is our 10 changes you'd like to see in the high school sports world. This is in today's paper. Uh, That's and, your story. Yeah, and never mind uh, the, the Viking-looking uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, jersey good, for, for Appleton West, actually. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of uh, our color was a little bit off on our, on, on our uh, what, what do you call those, the, the rolling presses the or press, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, what, but what, yes. By the way, what is this? Is this is a newspaper, oh. Brett. Um, and, and they have stories and pictures in it really? uh, sometimes. And, and uh, you can open yeah. it and you can hold it in your hand. Sometimes I thought it was all in this. No. <laughs> sometimes you can get newsprint on your hand, which really? is uh, like residue left over and, and it makes your yeah. hands kind of kind of darker a little bit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I had a New Year's wish list basically of, of time and, and beyond, not just this year, but in beyond 10 high school sports changes that I would want to see. I'm going to run down these changes and then we'll kind of talk about them, anything that kind of sticks out to you guys. And maybe if you think that maybe they there should have been some other things that we that maybe I should have uh, approached. Let's go down. Let's see okay. what you got. Uh, New Year's wish list. Ten of them here. District play for football. Uh, do away with summer baseball. That one I uh, wholeheartedly agree with, especially as okay. you wrote. A lot of teams are moving from the summer yes. uh, baseball season into the spring. It's so just you talk about weird. I mean, that is yeah. strange. You got the spring season. And Weird. then school's done, and then all of a sudden you got the summer slate. And what are they? Where are they play at Mequon now? The uh, yeah, they, they play Concordia. Point. at Concordia. Uh, get, get, very uh, nice facility, done. though. I'll tell you that much. It's a beautiful facility. Everything where they should play be it. at Fox City Stadium and, <laughs> and keep it uniform. And I agree. With, and, I, and I agree. It's good to see Catholic Memorial and some of these other bigger schools now switching over from to, to spring baseball to see what it's going to be like in D one now. Obviously, Kimberly, the defending D one state champ. I just want to see all the teams in there so we have a true yeah. champion, not not kind of split. You know what I thought was weird about summer baseball, too? It seemed like more of the southern schools were in yes. summer baseball. Wouldn't you think it would be opposite? Like the Northwoods and the Eagle, Eagle River and Three Lakes, Rhineland or Anago, all those schools would be want to play summer because baseball because of the weather. Because right. of the weather up yeah, very true, but I think, I think the biggest thing that switched it over, though, Brett, was a lot of these players were, uh, were playing on the traveling teams and not actually playing on the baseball teams until perhaps the last few games of the regular season. Uh, this kind of absolves all that because then you know those kids can actually play during the spring yeah. and then then go to their summer ball leagues and stuff like that. So uh, it, it's been coming down the docket. I mean, 107 teams back in 1998. Now we're down to under 50 heading into the 2018 season. It's so going to happen. I think. Eventually. Yeah, it's it eventually has to happen, and it's, and it's a good thing to, to to have happen. This, this next one, I uh, I think it was a great idea. Yes, and and I and I say this because as someone who uh, now I don't play golf, but you too. Have dabbled in it, right? I'm mm-hmm. not very good, Rosie. You're probably yeah. pretty good at it. Uh, I like golf. Make yeah. state make state golf rotational Love with it. other top courses, not just. And, and I have nothing against University Ridge. I think it's in Verona, right? Is, is that where it's at? Yeah. Uh, University Ridge, right outside nothing, Madison. Right outside Madison. I have nothing against University Ridge, but I think if I'm a golfer, I would want to play. You know, every two or three years, have it switched up. Yeah, Aaron Hills, Century World. I mean, have it someplace yeah. else. To kind of make it exciting, not that it's not exciting, University Ridge, mm-hmm. but I think that kind of would drive up the competitiveness. That it's a, it's a challenge, and and plus it's always cool to have uh, a different courses with golfing. Isn't it all about the courses? Like going yeah. to the, the majors oh, every yeah. year, they're not at the same. Other than the Masters, it's not at the yeah. same course. They, yeah, they switch it up. So. Yeah, definitely. They should. Uh, that's. I uh, love that idea, and I yes. think uh, that we. Uh, I think that would be well received. Now, logistically, it might be a little bit of a problem because obviously there there's a fee and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's something that could be handled. Maybe working. So, Work in association with the uh, with the state golf coaches. There's a lot of great courses kind of in too. Wisconsin too. Exactly. Yeah. Ryan Lander has a really good course. I forget yeah. the name of it. Eagle River does. Eagle River. Uh, Whistling Straits. I mean, there's yeah, there's a yeah. lot, a lot. Is it the Bull? There's another one. Is it, yeah, in Sheboygan Falls. Okay, so I mean, you're you're looking yeah. at tons and tons of golf courses. 
that I'm sure they would love to get some of that exposure to host oh, the yeah. state tournament. So it's not just yeah. it's not just with the WIA going. It's it's kind of a collaborative effort. So uh, in my opinion, this is one that should really be in play in, over the next couple of years. Let, let's, let's have it moved to different you know kind of locations and and really give the golfers something truly truly special. Yep, I agree. Speaking of special. And this might be, a li- and I said it in my column, this might be more of a pipe dream. Move the football finals to Lambeau Field. Now, I know Lambeau doesn't necessarily no. have true artificial turf. It has, like, some sort of mix with Kentucky bluegrass. It's yeah. kind of a hybrid thing, so it's actually not real grass. But in my opinion, I'm not saying you have to keep it there all the time. Have it there for a series for a couple of years and move it back to Camp Randall. Just to have the kids play at Lambeau Field, I think it would be a treat. There's plenty of parking. You don't have to worry about all that kind of stuff. The logistics part of it, it's just the matter yeah. of the field surface. It will never happen. Why will it never happen? Because the Lambeau Field is not going to have seven divisions back to back to back to back ripping up that uh, That's field what for, I the, mean. for the team. But it if will they, never if, happen. If they do go yeah. to the uh, fully artificial surface. And that will never happen. Okay, you think that will never happen? No. Okay. Yeah. No. It's Lambeau so. Field. That's, you don't play on uh, artificial turf. It's uh, grass. It's under the, yeah. it's the ice bowl. I, I think it's a cool idea. I, I like the idea, but yeah, seven teams on there. I think I just trashed that. How about field. this? I, I, I added this kind of uh, addition to it. Maybe if not the state football finals, perhaps the All Star Shrine Games. Yeah, I could see. How many other two games? Right? There's two games. Well, there's three now with the eight man, but it's eight man. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Not extra. That's, that's a possibility because that's, that's in July, mid July. So they would have time yeah. with the warm weather to, for the grass to recoup. Yeah, that would be. The good only idea. thing that could get in the way is if uh, the Packers in Lambeau had a concert. Right, and and they, they yeah. you know th- that concert can kind of rip up the field too before uh, yeah. training camp. You know what? I, you know what? I think just move it to Titan Stadium because I mean, how many times we got <laughs> Camp Randall, this <laughs> mammoth eighty thousand yeah. seat stadium, and there's a small section of fans. Yep. I mean, it really is a. Let's be honest; it's not a good atmosphere at State No, football. but it's a destination. Yeah. I know point. it is, but it's and, and I, as much as I love Oshkosh, Oshkosh simply isn't a destination point uh, when you're pl- when you're playing for thirteen weeks. We're going to Oshkosh. <laughs> yeah. We're going to Madison. has a little bit of a better ring. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Being able to play on the field at Camp Randall. I just think Camp Randall's so big. Okay, so you disagree with yeah. me on that, and that's fine. I know perhaps you agree with me on this. Reduce the number of divisions, no Brett. No doubt. Uh, in football and basketball. Seven uh, divisions in football. That's this too many. is way too many. Especially I'd, I'd given argue, the population. I'd even argue going to five. Okay. Definitely four in, in, in basketball, and I, I think, you, like you said, bring back the state quarterfinals in Division One, like it, like it used to be. You don't need five divisions of hoops. That's too much, too. Uh, I don't. I just don't. I guess it's more opportunity. Is that was that what it is? Uh, why the WIA eventually added we're all the winners? Uh, you know, we, we added the other, other divisions. <laughs> yeah, more crowns, ch- uh, uh, more champs that are crowned. But here's the thing: seven divisions. And, and I, in my in my uh, explanation, I gave uh, you know surrounding states and what they have. Obviously, Illinois and Michigan they have eight divisions for football, but they're also I think Michigan's around ten million people. Illinois, Illinois is twelve. Uh, but the one similar to us is Minnesota. Now they have five divisions, or you know, six divisions for football and four divisions for basketball. My take was to reduce both by one, and would, which would keep us about with Minnesota, just because it, Division Seven football. Uh, <laughs> you know, mm. all right. Enough said about that. I've, the better, I've had, but I've had uh, to cover some of those. Yes, and and, and, mm. and all I'm saying is that there's just too many divisions. It, it, it almost waters down what we have in terms well, of even, champions. Even baseball, right? Uh, baseball might have one too many as yeah. well, Brett. I do agree with you on and that. Some of those D5 D games can be... Brutal, I know, because you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway. But Brett, uh, they're champions, Brett. <laughs> they're, they're, they're champions. Yeah. It does water down. Seven divisions in football. Just that, that's way just too many. many. And uh, again, you, you see, again, uh, 
Wisconsin population five and a half million or so it has yeah. one less than Illinois, which is twelve point you know twelve million people. Come yeah. on, you, you can't do that. Did you, well, you, you said what? Go six divisions and then add the eight man uh, as part of the yes. And eight man's yeah. obviously its own thing. Uh, that so really is growing too. Eight it is. It is growing. I've never actually, seen an so eight man game. Have you I seen? have. Uh, they're actually very entertaining. Uh, mm. I, when Stockbridge had his own eight-man team, I did a story over there, and I went to one of their games. I think they played Oneida Nation. Very entertaining, actually. And, and the field comes into play because there's less people, so there's more, uh, more perimeter space. perimeter play, yeah. oh, I guess, okay. uh, for yeah. lack of a better way to describe it. It's kind of like I the CFL. <laughs> yeah, it was actually yeah. very entertaining. I had yeah. a good time uh, covering that game. So, uh, yeah, so, that w- so you guys are all on board with that. Yeah. Reducing oh, no, the divisions. Yes. Absolutely. Here's one, and, and, and I don't know if people even know that there's a three-point contest before both the boys and girls state tur- on championship Saturday early in the morning, 9.30 or so. They'll have a three-point competition that brings in the best three-point shooters from around the area. It's done in conjunction with Wisports.net, who kind of keeps track of all of the best three-point shooters in the state. And if your team isn't competing at the state tournament and you're one of those top shooters, you get to go down there and represent your school, represent your conference. I know because we've had several of our area kids down there to do that. No one gets to see it because it's at 9.30 in the morning. And, and I know that you know, logistically time is crunched at the state tournament. You've got to get those teams in, got to get them out. They've got to set up for the second. You know, there's like two, uh, basically two halves of play in terms of they have like three divisions and then the other four, uh, three divisions or other two divisions, whatnot. But you can squeeze that in somewhere in prime time so the whole crowd can see that. How exciting would that be you know to yeah. see these you kids do the three-point shot? We can live stream it. You know where <laughs> you squeeze it in? You squeeze it in between that uh, on, the, on championship Saturday where the session break is. There you go. Yeah. You got the two games coming at the afternoon or the evening session, right? So the yep. D, mm-hmm. these two and one games. Put it in right there. You know, why do you have to clear the Kohl Center at that time? Just make it a whole day long thing and uh, yeah. have the three-point contest with about 12,000 fans in the stands. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, they'd have to alter the tickets, uh, how they outlay that a little bit. So but, what? Uh, well, no, I know. I understand that. But I, in my opinion, I just think it's a very cool competition that no one gets to see, really. Yeah. I mean, you hear about it. Oh, so-and-so won the three-point contest. Oh, really? In we front didn't of see an that. empty uh, In front of an arena? empty arena. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I know because I covered it the first <clears> couple times that they had it. And it was a very cool event. And it, it was exciting for the players involved, but they're basically shooting to nobody. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of strange. Yeah. No, you think you'd want a crowd there. Pump somebody up. Yeah, so we're all in agreement with that. Uh, yes. Add additional WIA sports. And I guess one, for in my opinion, one needs to be added right now. I think bowling, there's enough interest. And because Wisconsin's a bowling state, I think that should have been actually a, a WIA sport for a while now, Brett. Uh, just because of the interest there. We have very good bowling teams in this area, club oh, yeah. teams. And I know because they submit their results uh, on occasion to us. And these kids are active bowlers. I don't think you'd have any problem getting, uh, you know, a sizable amount of, uh, uh, I should say, association schools, you know, to make this a viable WIA sport. No, I agree. But yeah. uh, my question to you is: Are you trying to create more work for yourself? Uh, no, but I just think there's this is more of an opportunity, and it hits both genders, boys and girls. Yeah. You can have uh, both the boys and I would girls. See, yeah. I would have thought lacrosse would get uh, the nod ahead of bowling. You think so? How about rugby? That seems to be a pretty popular sport. It too, is a popular uh, sport, but sport. I don't know if it has the the reach as bowling. I think there's perhaps more bowling teams at various high schools than there are rugby or yeah. lacrosse. I, I brought up lacrosse because it's a very popular sport out east. It's actually gaining ground. We talked about Ty Montgomery. Didn't Ty Montgomery yeah. play lacrosse? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of those sports I think that's still in development, and I know that I've done a story on it also. Nina has a very good – Appleton area has a very I good lacrosse team. I remember covering a lacrosse game at uh, UW – no, Fox Valley Tech. Fox Valley – I oh, forget who okay. was playing there one time. Right. But yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that that is a little farther on down the line, yeah. but I think bowling should be in uh, – within the next few years, that should be a, a, w, a viable WIA sport. Not only that, 
Same thing with golf, a rotational basis, have it at different houses, bowling houses throughout the state. Yeah, that'd be fun, kind of fun. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, then uh, me being the selfish guy that I am, I'm thinking, wow, there's more sports to add to the Wisconsin High School Sports Awards <laughs> show as well and more yeah. nominees. Yeah, there you go. Right? More work. Well, I'm, perhaps I'm thinking about myself as usual, Brett, because it's sometimes some of these bowling places have really good food. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's all in a, a controlled uh, climate environment. And, uh, you know, sit there, watch the state finals while uh, yep. having some delicious nachos or pizza. And not, I can just see you guys uh, – uh, calling, uh, calling these uh, <laughs> the bowling man or uh, the man, man, they matches. Or, okay, he's lining up for the seven uh, ten split here. What's he gonna <laughs> do? You guys can't get, you can't can't be yelling all the time. Well, now. Yeah, be really get, quiet. But if they hit, if they got three in a row, yeah, it's a yeah, turkey. Yeah, there you okay. Go. See, I don't even know the, the the correct terminology, so I have a far ways to go on that. Yeah. Hey, next topic here, Brett, and I think you all agree with me on this. Consider Stephanie Hauser for WIA Executive Director. Now, Dave Anderson is the current Executive Director. He is, you know, whenever he decides to hang him up, he's been doing a great job. I think Stephanie Hauser, to me, is the logical choice for a couple of reasons, and this isn't to disrespect the other uh, Associate Directors because she's an Associate Director right now, or, or the Deputy Director uh, for that matter, but I just think she has that kind of uh, a good mix of, of, of being a, a bit of a PR person but also getting things done. She just looks like someone who I feel is a natural fit for that position. Your thoughts, Brett? I agree. I uh, always love uh, the interactions I have with Stephanie. She's very friendly, very outgoing. Of course, she's the mother of uh, Sam Hauser yes. and Joey Hauser. Uh, Sam playing at Marquette, Joey uh, the senior at Spash, who will be playing at Marquette, two highly touted basketball prospects, and Dave Hauser, her, uh, her husband. He's a great guy, too, but... Uh, yeah, she's ve- she's good at what she does, uh, I, I, and I think that is a role uh, where it, there needs to be some some PR skills, some yeah. marketing skills, yeah. and you're the face of the organization, and that organization has has come under the uh, crosshairs on, on some uh, matters in, in recent years. So you need somebody that's just kind of good in front of the camera, good dealing with people, and I think Stephanie would be a, a fantastic choice. Uh, very very uh, passionate about sports and, and what she does. We always see her at uh, state track. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think where else. I've seen she, her at state basketball. She was at girls volleyball. I uh, talked with her uh, extensively there. Uh, but, but she does a great job. And I think uh, another th- issue I brought up was how awesome would that be to have a female executive director leading the state association for high school sports? I think that would send – first off, she's clearly qualified for the job. But in terms of just that added fact, you know, I think it would, it would send a nice uh, – it would have a little bit of a domino effect, in my opinion, having someone in that position – you know, kind of trickle down to the other to the other uh, you know conferences and that kind of stuff. Yeah, she uh, she handles uh, the coordination for cross country, track and field, gymnastics, volleyball, and softball. Yes. So, uh, but Stephanie would uh, yeah. I mean, we've known her. She was the uh, at New London for a, a handful of years, and then went to Spash as the athletic director, and and now a, at the WIA. So she's really moving her way up, and uh, a very good addition to that uh, staff when she joined uh, the executive group. Uh, when was that? Uh, it wasn't I guess too back long ago. Tw- yeah, 2015. Yeah. So, uh, in my opinion, that should happen eventually, and I think it will, to say the truth. And uh, we'll see how that unfolds. More respect. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I, I, I skipped one. Move State Hockey to Milwaukee. We'll, we'll be real Ooh. quick with this. Mm-hmm. I just think that the Milwaukee area needs more state events. It's logical to have state hockey move there with all that's going on down there the, uh, with the downtown area being re- revitalized. Uh, move it to the Panther Arena, which already hosts the Admirals. It's been updated 
uh, the arena has as well. Remember, they had the Bucks game the there. The Mecca, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the old Mecca. How cool would that be? That awesome. Lots of places to eat. Lots of things to do downtown. I think it would be a nice, nice match to have that state hockey uh, tournament come on down. Both the boys and girls move down there, uh, make it a whole you know kind of weekend there uh, at, at Panther Arena. I think it can be done. I think people would be excited. I think it's a natural fit. I agree 100%. Actually, I know you were talking we were talking off uh, – off air here about uh, maybe having uh, somebody mentioned the Resh, but you know we said the Resh has girls volleyball, it has girls basketball, uh, so they have two state events at the Resh right. Center already. I, I think yeah, that, that that like with the new Bucks Arena coming up, that is a, a cool area. A lot of as you said, restaurants, hotels right down there, uh, a lot of vibe, a lot of energy, real close to uh, uh, the lake and, and uh, a yeah. real nice area of Milwaukee. Yeah. So uh, in the Mecca, I mean, uh, it's, the Mecca. it's been it, when you saw the the Mecca game where the Bucks played, it, it was. Looked Beautiful. sharp. It I looked like it. it was kind of renovated inside. Yeah, it, it, it was really uh, taking care of that old arena well. And not just that. Look, I'm thinking that the new Bucks Arena, when it's done, that could also be a possible destination point if it can be fitted for hockey. I'm not sure if it can. I'm not sure if that's one of the you know uh, things that you can do with that stadium. But, but you'd have the Bucks, uh, or, or and the Admirals. But the Bucks could still play a role in in um, kind of being a host. You know? Yeah, so sort of like the Packers yeah. do with girls basketball. You see. Uh, some Packer ads, some Packer players, uh, you know, giving the giving some messages to the. It'd be girls great. I, I, yeah. I just I just think it's a natural fit. Um, more so, it not not that it makes sense logically, but the Alliant Energy Center and you yeah. know it's, been, it's a great <laughs> house and it's a great venue for years and years, but it has seen better days. It's a little TLC. And I love walking in there and being flashed back to 1972 when mm. I'm walking on the carpet, <laughs> which I don't think has been replaced Remember since 1972. Girls, girls basketball was there? Oh, boy, boy, that was boy. brutal. That was brutal. But uh, just something to consider. My last thing, more respect shown to officials. This is something that we see on a weekly oh basis yes. oh uh, yeah. in all sports. Um, real quick here, Brett, uh, it's, 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 in my opinion, becoming an epidemic how much disrespect that they're shown. It's one thing to disagree with a call. It's another thing to go above and beyond and start to, to do the personal kind of mm-hmm. uh, pot shots or that kind of things. It's reason why a lot of folks are leaving uh, that profession, and we can't have that, uh, w- especially with sports being such an important part of our culture. Oh, look what happened to uh, with the Miami head coach when he went off and yeah. started tugging on the official. I'm exactly. Like, Good point. How is he not Orange Bowl. kicked out of the game? Exactly. I agree. I, I think there's nothing wrong with a fan saying you you missed that call. What are you you know What are you looking at? That's just part of the game. But yeah, when you you cross a line when it gets personal, when it gets physical, uh, yeah. you know that sort of thing. So I agree. Uh, the officials. It's a thankless job. And uh, the WIA is always looking for uh, more officials. So uh, in, in in the younger group to come through. If I was a young uh, young person right now, I I would have no interest being an official just because. Oh yeah. Of the abuse it, you take, and yeah. from coaches too get a little. Yeah, little testy yeah very out much there. so. And it's not getting better. It's getting worse. It seems like every I, year. I've, again, it, no it's problem. Just worse just, and worse. No problem. Just disputing a call. Mm-hmm. You get a little hot under the collar about that, but yeah, you, you, that's as far as you can take it. That's one. That's a major concern, in my opinion. That's something that w- I'll be talking about more as these years go by. I might actually do something on that, on, on officials and, and, and why they're leading the profession. But uh, a couple things real quick as we wrap up here. Cheesehead uh, Invite coming up. The big wrestling tournament. People always talk about these other wrestling tournaments throughout the Midwest. Cheesehead, I don't think, gets as much love. But, hey, it's the 20th edition of the Cheesehead at, held at Kakana High School. Top teams from around the Midwest are going to be there. Six different states represented, too. Alabama, Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, uh, Missouri, and Wisconsin. Wisconsin, uh, Kakana, our, our defending state champion, our defending four-time state champion, uh, there in wrestling. Uh, they're you, you know this this is how good it is, Brett. They're usually like you know between six and twelve in terms of how they finish. So you know these are some top teams that are coming in to play 
over there uh, at Kalkana High School. So that's something that we're going to be covering. So please check that out on postcrescent.com slash sports. We're going to have reporters there both Friday and Saturday kind of covering that, that gigantic uh, important uh, wrestling invite because it's not just Kalkana that's there. I think usually in the past you've seen Wrightstown there in Freedom. So a real big, big uh, invite coming up there, BC. I know wrestling's not really your thing. That's kind of more my well, thing. I, I haven't really uh, – I, I, it's been a while since I've covered wrestling. Uh, back when I was exclusively a sports writer, I'd, I'd cover some high school wrestling. So you, ever uh, the, you ever cover the individual state wrestling? I never have. That's because Goff always had to do yeah, that. Yeah, we were here with Tom. <laughs> Those the, were great the days, legendary they? Tom Goff. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. a wrestling yeah. guru. He just took that over. Well, well, I know what you guys do do is you guys do our live streams. So t- tell me what Hortonville, and uh, it's Kimberly Hortonville this Friday. Hopefully tentative. we can get that going, right? Yeah, yep. tentative. We have to go to Hortonville and, and again, check it out. Uh, in, in years past, they had the wrestling room, which overlooked the uh, basketball court. Yep. But apparently mm-hmm. they've walled that off now. So yeah. I'm like, Andy Colasso, the athletic director, said uh, maybe you want to come on over and, and check it out, see what uh, what you might be up against. So yeah. we're gonna bring the pack up the machine and head over to Hortonville. We're gonna find the spot. We're gonna find the spot. Oh, I hope you guys do because I really, I really want to like that a, game. It's too. a big game. Kimberly yeah. is ranked in top ten yep. in Division One. Hortonville's ranked top ten in Division Two by Wisports.net. So it's a, it's yeah. a big FEA game, and it would be our first chance. Uh, we've only done three basketball games as we had to yeah. navigate right. through the holidays, but this would be our first girls Absolutely. basketball game, good, and we want to make stuff. sure so that we get the girls side represented. So let's hopefully make sure that we can get that going. When would it be if we do have the live stream, Brett? Friday. Friday. I think that is a well. Seven seven fifteen okay. uh, yeah. start time around there. Okay, postcrescent.com. Yeah. Also, right here on Facebook, facebook.com slash postcrescent. Look for those promos if we do decide to, to live stream it. Uh, Brett will have those promos out there. And also, roundtable tonight. Speaking of hoops, Kakana's Jordan McCabe, Oshkosh North's Tyrese Halliburton on the big show tonight. It's at 8 o'clock. Uh, uh, Jordan's practice kind of went a little late, but we were able to kind of uh, be flexible and get them in. 8 o'clock tonight. Brett, these are two stars of the biggest magnitude in terms of high school basketball in this state excited to see those two because they got a big game coming up next tuesday next tuesday yeah uh fortunately yeah. we can't stream that one uh we were, yeah. we're locked into a different live stream different that live night stream, but uh, yeah. that's okay we'll get kakon oshkosh north again later on this season but uh, that is uh, two of the top i think they're both in the top five in mark miller's wisconsin basketball yes. yearbook as top senior prospects uh, mccabe of course going to west virginia yep. halliburton's going to go to iowa state they're both going to meet in the big 12 at, at the next level so that's going to be a lot of fun. I know they're, they're buddies, too. So yes. it, it should be an interesting yeah. show. I'm looking forward to it. If if uh, the way they just back and forth each other. The banter. During the banter between them during the Fab Five filming is any indication of how tonight's going to go. It's going to be hilarious. You Probably gonna not want to miss this show. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna not. challenge Jordan McCabe to another uh, <laughs> three point contest. I know. <laughs> I've, I've lost to him twice. Once when he was ten. Yep. And another uh, when he was I, just getting ready for high school. I hope he accepts the challenge oh, because yeah. then we'll have to get it all on. We video. should go right downstairs. Yeah, and, we and could. shoot a little bit in our basement. <laughs> we got. We got. Yeah, this all, all, all set up, my friend. All right, good stuff. Yeah, so please check that out again uh, later tonight. Special time, eight o'clock for the varsity roundtable with Kokonos, Jordan McCabe, Oscar Norris, Tyrese Halliburton, and that wraps up our seventeenth episode. Of the big show here, and the, the R&B podcast. Fred, you got the. I got my balls. Things to here. throw there. Uh, balls. Go ahead, man. Let's see if you lost your touch there over the. Uh, well, over the again, still with that prednisone oh, come on. forcing through my veins. <laughs> got That's it right on the That was good. That was good. Hey, that was a little off. That was right. That was dead center. You were dead short a little center. bit. Hey, so check you out next week again for another edition of the R&B Show podcast next Wednesday, 12 o'clock. See you then.